All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, December 8th of 2023 here. Looking ahead, we have a 13-game NBA slate tonight and a three-game NHL slate. And then looking into the weekend, we have a 12-fight MMA card. And then we have week 14 main slate of the NFL. This is our last show of the week. Uh, we do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern here. So if you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, today is the day to get those questions in and get those questions answered. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there's a link in the description below. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here who are in the channels each and every day helping people and, and answering questions. So definitely a good place to be if you're trying to grow as a DFS player. But with that said, going to get SaberSim pulled up here. And as always, want to remind you guys about our weekly max challenge. It is a promotion slash giveaway we do during the NFL season here. Get signed up before the weekend here. All you got to do, use the green enter the challenge button, follow these eligibility requirements down here on the bottom, and then you get access to weekly and season long prizes if you've been playing for a little while here. So we have a DraftKings version, and then we also have an owner's box version, and both of these pages are in the description. So check them out. But with that said, Going to jump in here. Uh, looks like our first question came in in the Office Hours channel here. So we're going to start here and see where it takes us. All right, first question. I feel like before a recent update, I would make my lineups, get things the way I want, and save my lineups to contest. And after that, my exposure and entry exposure column would stay the same unless I made changes, but now I come back to my build and refresh the slate and it changes exposures. Like it's selecting different lineups from my pool based on updated info. Is this a new feature or has it always been this way? Also, is there a reason we don't get minutes projections for NBA? Thanks. Okay. So what you're describing definitely sounds more along the lines of a bug rather than some type of feature here. So if you're seeing something weird, you can always reach out to our support team Easiest thing to do, go to the top right, go to report a problem, give us a brief description of what you are seeing, and then our support team will reach out to you and, and see if we can help to resolve whatever issue you are running into right away. So that's first thing. And then second thing, as far as the minute exposures, so detailed stat projections that come from our simulations, like minutes, like points, like rebounds, et cetera, here are available on the pro plan and up here. So uh, we don't like... We don't allow you to adjust minutes. These are summary statistics that come from the Sims. So across our 5,000 game Sims, on average, Joel Embiid played 35.7 minutes. Obviously, you know, that's that's not how it's going to actually be tracked here. But if you wanted to see the minutes, you would have to upgrade to a pro or higher plan. So just a heads up there. All right. Next question here from Jibby. Question says, how can I tell Saber Sim to create me lineups like this? Four stack, four two two, or four two stack. Lock in a specific team for the four portion of the stack NHL if it matters. Okay. Um, 
So this is a little interesting. So let's go over to NHL. Go to the night tonight's three-game slate. So what you could do here is you could go to your stack exposures and then say, hey, I only want to play four, four, two, or four, two, two. And then if I only select those stacks, let's see how Saber Sim reacts to that. Let's say I want to build 500 lineups. Oops. 500 lineups, default settings. And let's see if it actually builds lineups. So the only thing that I'm concerned about, which it is building, so that seems good. It might just go a little slower just because we've restricted those stack options here. So, so what I would do is set a rule that basically says use four players from the same team and then you pick the team that you want to be the four stack and then you just limit the stack exposures. So first thing is that, you know, we limited the stack exposures. If I go here, boom, I only have the four, the three stacks that I wanted, the four, the four, two, and the four, two, two. So that part is, that part is solved, right? So then what I would also do is add a stacking rule. Let's delete all these. That basically says use at least four. And then you could say from the same team. And then if you only wanted one team, maybe I only want, uh, who's the highest goal total? Edmonton. I want Edmonton, then I could just do this. So a stacking rule, use at least four players from Edmonton. I didn't do anything with the lines or anything like that. Um, I don't want to do it for this example, but if you wanted to get more in the weeds, you can. And then since I already have lineups, I just need to use the rebuild lineups button here. So the stack rule in combination with the stack exposures here should work. And it just might take longer for the build to run, which you can definitely see here, right? So the build is crawling a little bit just because of those additional restrictions we put, but it's still building. So just the fact that it is building lineups tells me that it is working here. So if we were to like stop this build early here and look at what we got, you know, we have 100% Edmonton. So that means that there were stacks in all of those. And then we have all the fours here. So Follow these steps and you should be good here. And thank you so much for your question. Happy to help you out. All right. Straight out of Canton said, I enjoy back testing. I'm wondering what are the chances that we could eventually get something that would show our average score for our entries while in review mode. For example, it would be great to see the average score of my 200 contest entries. If I had used, say, my metric one compared to what the average scores would be, would have been using sim optimals. Any chance this is something we could see in the future? Um, so you should be able to do something like this. You just might have to do it outside of SaberSim. So what what I would suggest here is like, say that, you know, I'm looking at these 20 lineups sorted by Saber score. Well, then I could come in here, I could download these 20, right? And then when I download them, you're going to see all of the metrics here, 
And then you also see this actuals column. So like if the game had played, then I'm going to see the actuals. And then all you would need to do is like write a formula underneath it. So it's like, say I'm going to use projected score as my actual. So then I would just write equals average. And then I would just select these lineups. And then, okay, now, now my average score for these 20 was, you know, 104.6665, right? So then, you know, you go and take these 20 and then you come in here and, and then you sort by, you know, I don't know. I want to sort by salary now, right? And then I'm going to download these 20 and then I'm going to go do the same thing. So the ability to do that inside of SaberSim, probably not coming just because I, the truth is I think that there's just only so much space you can have inside of SaberSim to do these things. But the information is downloadable and you can take that, export it into uh, Excel, Google Sheets, however you want to, you know, ingest your information here. You want to put it in Python or whatever you guys want to do. Uh, you have a lot of optionality there, but probably downloading the CSV and then just understanding that all of the metrics, the summary statistics are in the download is, is very important to know there. All right, go said. How do I combine separate lineup pool files to create a single one that I can upload? Uh, great question. You use the favorites feature. So say that I have these 20 lineups here, right? Uh, maybe I'm playing a 20 max. So, you know, I have, I want to do 10 lineups a certain way here, maybe with these stack rules. So then what I do is I put 10, I use this star icon. It's going to send these 10 lineups to the favorites. So when I go to favorites and I open this up, boom, I see 10 lineups. And then what I would do, I would open up a second build here. I would run my lineups. I would put 10. I would send those to the favorites. And then once I have all of the lineups I need here, once I have my 20 lineups for my 20 max, I come into favorites. I use the save to my contest option and then fill my entries into a single contest that I can upload to SaberSim. And then if you want to do that for multiple builds here or multiple contests, once you do one, you can come in here, you can right click on favorites and then you can clear it. This will get rid of all the lineups that are in there to give you a fresh favorites tab here. So you can do it for the next contest and the next contest, etc., etc. here. All right. Next question. It says, what is the browser extension you're using when I watch tutorial videos on DK? Um, I'm not 100% sure what you're asking. So what I can tell you is that, you know, I, I use Chrome here. And as far as like browser extensions, I don't use any as far as like, um, you know, the little puzzle icon here, like the extensions, there's not really any that you need per se here. So, you know, if you have open DFS site on download open, what this does is when you download an entries file, it will automatically open DraftKings and it will take you to the exact page that you need to upload your file because DraftKings can be a little tricky. They have an upload lineups option and they have an upload entries option. Uh, it I don't know why they do it that way, but they do. But you need to be on the upload entries option. And sometimes if you go there manually, you might end up on the wrong spot here. So so we have that option. That way it'll take you to the right page, uh, make it more likely that you don't accidentally upload your lineups to the wrong spot and don't get those entries in. All right, next question here from Peter. 
Peter said, back again. First, I want to congratulate the two winners for 4,400 last night in the 300K play action showdown. Question, when I start my initial build and I get the top four guys in 100% of my lineups playing a 20 max, is it better to go in and change their exposure to 70% and see if the system accepts that? Or is it better to change the mini uniques and see what changes that produces? Still trying to figure it out. I wanted to be one of those winners last night, but I missed big time. Uh, great question, man. Yeah, happy to help you out here. So, so it depends. And the reason I say it depends is because classic and showdown are very different. And the reason for that is usually in showdown, most of the time you're going to need an optimal lineup to win here. So in the case of, well, well first off, you know, when you see, when you build 20 lineups and you see four guys at hundred percent. So to, to you, that might be too much exposure. That might be okay. Uh, that might be, you know, just fine if you have like a core group of players. So it really just depends on your own risk tolerance. So I'm not going to say that having 100% exposure to any four players is good or bad. It depends on how that feels to you. So what I say is like, hey, if you submit those lineups and they make you nervous, they make you uneasy, um, I would go in and, and adjust it. That means that the set of lineups that you have are probably too risky for your own risk tolerance there. So I think it's totally okay to adjust from there. Now, if you're playing a showdown and you're going to need an optimal, just understand that if you increase min uniques to two, what you're saying is that you must have two players different from every other lineup in your set of 20. The bad part about this is that say you have five players right for a winning lineup and you just needed like a one-for-one -one swap, maybe you have the wrong kicker, maybe you have the wrong defense, but you have all the other players right if you use min uniques, you are blocking yourself from getting to that construction because you created that requirement that you must have two players different. So for showdowns, I think it's okay to use min uniques, but I just think you should understand that you're accepting that. And, and honestly, in my experience that say you have 500 lineups and you're looking at the top 20, going from one min uniques to two min uniques doesn't usually take you past like lineup 30 and it definitely doesn't take you that far down into your pool like you're still probably in the top 10 percent of your pool so overall i think two mini uniques is fine i think when you start getting into like the three territory the four territory that you run out of lineups very fast there but just understand what you're doing there if you just adjust max exposures instead then you are still keeping that mini unique at one and you're just lowering your exposure to some of the most highly exposed plays. So in showdown specifically, I think adjusting max exposures is totally fine. If we were playing classic slates, then I would suggest not doing the max exposure because you're probably not, I mean, you'll basically never need an optimal on like a big, you know, 10 game NBA slate. So in that case, it's totally fine to just use min uniques because because you're not looking for that optimal lineup. So that concern kind of goes away. So those are like two big things that like the big differences that I would make between like classic and, and showdown there is like be more careful with mini uniques and showdown, be completely fine with mini uniques and classic slates and just kind of understand what you are looking for in that regard. So that is, that is my big advice there. And uh, thank you for the shout out for, for the winners there. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. 
Question from Craig. Is there any way to move the columns around to where I like them and then have them to stay in that exact same spot, move them forward? I move them around and they automatically move back after I click something else. Very annoying. Yes, I would agree with you that it is extremely annoying and it is a pain point that the team is aware of. So getting the columns to stick where you put them is something that is on our priority list of things to get to for the app. Unfortunately, there is not a good way for you to do that at the moment, but uh, I definitely see how that can be useful. And so the team is aware of that request. All right, next question here. Question says, how do I combine separate lineup pool files to create one single one that I can upload regarding this question? The favorites tab is capped at 500 lineups. I'm attempting to upload a pool of let's say a thousand lineups that have been built using separate rebuild lineups, but work with them in a single build batch. Um, okay. So what you would have to do is you would have to combine them outside of Sabersim. And what this would look like is to basically come into your build, go to your pool, download these lineups. And then for as many lineup files as you have, you're, either going to like copy and paste them into the next available cell and create one big file or an easier way to do this. If you are, uh, you know, have some skills in like Python is you can concatenate them in like a pretty basic script and write something to like intake a bunch of different files and then concatenate them all together and then create, and then export that into a single file. So, uh, there's no way to do it within SaberSim. You know, it is capped out. So you're going to have to take those files outside of SaberSim, either copy and paste them all into one big file or write a script and then have it uh, concatenated for you. All right. Billy said, how would I make a rule for NBA to have at least three players from games starting seven or later for main slate? Just wondering if there's a quicker way from what I am doing. Uh, there's not like, an automatic way to do this. So like, say I'm playing this hockey slate, right? And I want to, you know, use some players in the later game or we just go to NBA. It's fine. So if I go to NBA for today, so say I just want to, you know, create some late swap functionality, uh, save myself, you know, some, some lineup spots, save myself some salary. I honestly, the easiest thing to do is just go to a group manual rule, say use at least three, filter for the last game on the slate using the filter icons and then just click in a handful of guys that are like over, you know, 20 ish points just because those would be like the higher salary guys. And, and then just save this. And then it's just a quick and easy way to do it. There's not like a good rule to do it just because uh, there's like no like game starting stat requirement here. So you don't have that ability to do that on like a time basis, but just a quick group manual rule. We'll take care of your problem there. Okay. That was our last question here. And then it looks like Brandon posted his question in both the YouTube chat and the discord. So I'm just going to hit it right here. Uh, question says I'm new to the sim tools for active roster updates, such as Trey young being out for Atlanta. Do the backup position players get a higher projection or do they need to be adjusted? A uh, great question here. So one, one of the best resources here to track these things is going to be in our Discord channel. And if you're in our Discord, uh, go to the NBA Lineup Alerts channel. If you're not in our Discord, 
uh, then I would join it, which you can do in the description of this video here. So let me just like go and find one. I don't think there were really any big changes yesterday just because it was like a small two game slate. But basically within an hour leading up until lock, what we will do is we will start to summarize the impact that new Sims that are running have here. So like an example would be this picture here. So like this is from the other day. And then what you're going to see here is within an hour to lock and then throughout the rest of the night, when a sim, a sim will run, you'll get a started notification. Then you'll get a completed notification. And then we're going to summarize like, Hey, uh, any, a significant projection adjustment. We classify that as a move plus or minus two points here. So if a player moves more than more or less than two points, we will show that to you and show you what those projection adjustments are. If nobody moves more than two points, you can kind of see it here. It's a little bit cut off, but it's, it'll say no significant projection changes underneath the completed sim here. So that is one of the best ways to uh, take in that information. But we are accounting for injury news, minutes, usage, et cetera, will all be redistributed to the rest of the team here. And then you can see those updates happening in real time over in the Discord. Come back to Saber Sim, refresh your projections here. Uh, you're going to be able to see what time those Sims ran in the Discord and then match that projection to the timestamp here in the app. And so I would always keep those two tabs open during an NBA slate. Uh, Billy said, cool, I was Xing Games. Filter makes way more sense. Yeah, man, happy to help out. All right, Demetrius said, can you show me how to use the build settings for single entry and three max for Saber Sim? Yeah, man, of course. So really here, what I would do is just come in here, you know, you don't really need to touch much on the top row, set your style if you're playing tournaments, GPPs, set that accordingly, set your entry limit to single entry or three max here, whichever one you want, and then pick a uh, number of entrants. So like if you're playing a handful of single entries or three maxes, the way that I like to do this, I just like to pick the biggest one here because the higher the sliders, the more upside the builder is optimizing for. And then the lower the sliders, the less upside the builder is optimizing for. So if you just build your pool of lineups using, you know, the, the biggest single entry three max that you're playing, then your lineups are going to be optimized to take down not only the higher contest, but also, you know, it'll have the trickle effect of, being having enough upside to take down all of the other lineups as well. So if you have, you know, two single entries, one is one to 10 K and the other one is 10 to 50 K entrance. I would just set it at single entry, 10 to 50 K lineups, run your build and then go from there. Brandon said, thanks. Yeah, man. Happy to help out. Uh, Demetrius said, do you set the number of lineups to one for single or three for three max, or should I use 20 lineups for three max or single entry? Um, so the way that we suggest this based on our DFS profit plan, which is our contest selection framework, which you can learn more about over here on our YouTube channel, on our homepage here, uh, the DFS profit plan, which I will drop a link to in the chat here is that you split your contests contests up on any given night into two builds, one for single entry and three max, one for 20 max and one 50 max making those uh, those typically play differently. However, they play similarly to each other. So the single entry and three max play similar, the 20 max and one fifty max play similar, but the 
two groups play different from each other. So you're going to need different amounts of upside to take down 20 maxes, 150 maxes, then single entries and three maxes. So we typically recommend splitting it up into two builds. And then I would set up the um, settings the way that I said for each of the two sets. All right. Good question there. All right. Follow up here from Chinatown. Uh, do you have a browser extension you recommend? Is there a Saberson one for contests on DK? I saw Jordan had one installed when I watched the tutorial video. Um, you might be talking about like this Roto Grinders extension here. Uh, this is like a free extension in on, on Chrome here, where basically if you like go to DraftKings, they will have like a little pop-up that tells you like, hey, how much rate does this contest have? Uh, how much overlay is left if the contest is not full, et cetera, et cetera. So you can definitely download it. It's free. I do have it installed here. It just gives you some information about contests when you're looking at it, but we don't have any particular extension that you need to use along with Saberson here. All right. Uh, we are all caught up. Oh, no, we're not. One question from Leo. Say, can you talk about how to get more lineups when late swapping? Last time I did it on Wednesday, only let me do 33 lineup swaps. Uh, yeah, so if you're doing a late swap, guys, so remember that. What you're going to see is you're going to see your number of lineups, and then you're going to have a new option here, that which I don't have a late swap op available. So it'll say number of lineups. It'll say swaps per lineup. But remember that you can still only build the maximum of 5,000 lineups. So if you have, you know, 150 lineups, unique lineups, you know, divide that, divide 5,000 divided by 150, you can only do 33 swaps per lineup because that is going to be the maximum number of the pool size here. So there's no way to do more than that because we can still only do up to a pool size of 5,000 here. But, but honestly, in my opinion, I think 33 lineups is – plenty of options here, especially as you get later into the night. So that is why you're capped out at 33 when you have 150 unique lineups. But good questions today, everybody. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we will be right back here Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. Uh, looks like Nick's here said, hey, coming in late. Sorry, my question was the one earlier. Uh, Nick, I answered your question first, man. I answered it right at the beginning of the show. So just rewind the show. And I, I took care of you. I, I actually think I answered this question second. It was our second question that came in here. So I did answer it right at the beginning and I walked through how to do it. So check that out. But thank you for, for jumping in here. So appreciate you guys. As always, we will be right back here Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, everybody, take care. Good luck. I will see you all on Monday. Thanks.